Here's Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. I made a bad mistake, and so I want to apologize to you. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. He's in here. Timley lit room here on Little Wednesday. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Hey, everybody. Uh, we're under the tutelage of our general manager today. America's governors. Halfwits, most of them. Liars. They're gonna... Sure, sure, they're liars. I got a new remote control over by me today. I wonder what this runs. Exciting. Should, press should, it a bunch of times. I should start pressing buttons. Power. Just Something. Press power yeah. over and over Repeatedly. again. Yeah, I'm going to turn off whatever I'm turning off. <laughs> I love a new remote control. I don't know why. I find Everything so still exciting. seems on. Is it out of batteries? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. There are some who claim it is a phallic symbol. The remote control? Yes. That's correct. Who claims that? Scientists. I've never heard that. Scientists claim this? Yes, So is that some sort of BS? It's why men need to control the remote control? Yes. Oh, what a bunch of crap. So you're you're arguing with science. I'm arguing with that kind of science. We're going to follow the science. Speaking of which, that sort of thing. And uh, Gavin Newsom voice, play the apology for me, will you, Sean? That a few few weeks ago, uh, I was asked to go to a friend's 50th birthday. Mm -hmm. Uh, My wife and I, a friend that I've known for almost 20 years. I'm Batman. uh, And a friend that had, well, put a lot of time and energy into his 50th birthday. Uh, I made a bad mistake. Instead of sitting down, uh, I should have stood up and walked back, got in my car, and drove back uh, to my house. The spirit of what I'm preaching all the time uh, was contradicted, and i got to own that. And so I want right, to apologize that's good enough. to you. What a load of crap that is! What a load of crap! So do you know the story? Gavin Newsom went to, uh, often referred to as the best restaurant in the world, the French Laundry. I've eaten there twice. Didn't impress me, but I don't like food. Um, it's an odd expenditure of, of cash. But he, I he understand goes, there are goes, others involved. He goes to the fanciest restaurant in the world, and eats dinner, and gets caught. And when he gets caught, he comes up with the apology. That wasn't in the spirit of the rules that I've made for all Californians. Californians are told, you're not allowed to get together for freaking Thanksgiving. The most sacred, secular holiday we have. Cherished tradition of getting together with family. You get together with your friends, your rich, powerful friends when you want, at the nicest restaurant in the world. Sure. And you get caught and say, wasn't in the spirit of my rules, so I apologize. I take full responsibility. Anybody who takes that responsibility, I don't know how to help you. I mean, that is just plain, I thought I got away with it. Somebody caught me. Sorry. That's what that responsibility. Oh, First so... he tried, well, it wasn't a gathering. It was at a restaurant. Uh, it was a party. It was a private party with uh, the powerful assembled. Right. You, well, yeah. When you're at that restaurant and the freaking governor of California shows up, that's some big time crowd right there. Uh-huh. And his oldest friend is a lobbyist, of course. Um, right. And, and has he condemned any of those people? I should have got up and left when I realized what kind of party it was. 
Uh, what about all your friends? They know exactly what the rules are. They know the situation you're in, but they didn't care because they don't think they're getting caught. It's so like prohibition. It's exactly like prohibition. Absolutely. The governors and the important lobbyists and stuff together would get together and drink, but the little people shouldn't drink because alcohol's bad for you. It's so freaking maddening. Nancy Pelosi getting her hair cut, Dianne Feinstein flying cross-country without a mask, and Gavin Newsom eating with more than three families and more than ten people. They, they, how do you put up with this? Great piece in Politico. Newsom's cozy ties with top lobbyists showcased by French Laundry Dinner Party. How do you put up with this? Yeah, the fact that the, the that politicians are eating at the nicest restaurant in the world with lobbyists yeah. should bother you also. But. Oh, yeah. That's uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. Oh, God. There are two to three <laughs> different <laughs> sorts of let the meat cake-isms going on here. It is really... And, and, oh, no kidding. Know, it is It is exactly let the meat cake. Come for this lion halfwit. Stay for the chick in Michigan who thinks the government has supreme power over everything. Then head to New Mexico and then to New York where America's half-wit governors who, who wouldn't understand science if it kicked them in the crotch just bellow, we're following the science. You can't play golf. I played golf yesterday. And the guy said, I feel like I got a cold, so maybe you ought to stay away from me. Trust me, it's pretty easy to stay away from somebody on a golf course. God. I just... The New York Times is why you're American cynical about COVID-19 regulations. We don't <laughs> right. understand it here in Manhattan. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're all human. God. We all fall short sometimes. Yeah, whether whether you're governor or on up to the CDC with their change, don't wear a mask, do wear a mask. Um, of course we're cynical. Why wouldn't we be cynical? You're the one who's cynical. You're the one who's cynical. You make these rules for people and you don't follow them yourself because you think we're too stupid. That is so damn maddening. People should be marching in the street over this sort of thing. I can't open my business. I'm going to go broke. I'm going to have to move out of my house. My kids are going to have a different life because of this. Yeah. Because you yeah. make all these rules. You moved your kids to a school district where they get to be in person as governor. And you go out to eat at the nicest restaurant with more than three families and ten people and all that. I made a mistake. Wasn't in the spirit of my rules. I uh, we're take, all human. I take we full responsibility. All fall short sometimes. And you we all fall caught. short sometimes. All of us. All of us. We're not talking about all of us right now, you prick. We're talking about you. <laughs> that is Why don't so, you talk about you? That is so freaking weak. And all of and, us fall short. And and so expected. Oh yeah. Yep. It's just what they do. It's what the powerful have always done throughout history and always will do. Well, and old Scott Atlas, he tweets the other day uh, about the people in Michigan and, and that the, the, the would-be dictator governor there shutting down everything, uh, you know, and including, uh, to a large extent, outdoor recreation. And outdoors is the only place you're safe. Idiots. But so he says, listen, the people of Michigan, the only way you're going to stop this is to rise up. And, and people said, oh, he's calling for violence. Well, he immediately clarified, of course, I don't mean violent. I mean, you have to have your voice heard, blah, blah, blah. And so the, the narrative now, the story in the media is that Trump's advisor hinted there should be violence, even though he immediately clarified it. And conveniently, they get to ignore the question. What about these overly restrictive, arbitrary restrictions? They don't care about that. It's just this Scott Atlas calling for war. Oh God! I am. It's it's enough to, to torque you off a little bit. 
I am. Uh, we're all human. We <laughs> all fall short sometimes. You are a child. Go do something else. I am happy that the Washington Post, the New York Post, the San Francisco Chronicle, the Wall Street Journal, the L.A. Times have all uh, done an article on uh, the governor's ridiculous hypocrisy. That is not surprising in any way. Do I think that he's getting together with more than three families and ten people and violating his own rules? Of course he is. Sure. But um, lobbyists, no less. Yeah, his apology, though. Jeez. Oh, my God. It was, po- it was pointed out by uh, somebody on the staff. It might have been uh, Michael that it's like two minutes and six seconds without a period. It's the longest run on sentence in the history of the English language. Well, he's he's got the impression that all politicians do tr- Trump, Biden, Obama the other night. Uh, Gavin Newsom, they all believe that if they just talk long enough, they can convince you because that's what they've been doing their whole lives. They can convince you of what uh, they believe. Well, plus, that doesn't give anybody the opportunity to interrupt and say, whoa, 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 that what you just said, that, that, that didn't make any sense. You keep rambling. I have no respect for politicians, and you shouldn't either. Um, let's uh, introduce... We're all human. We <laughs> all fall short sometimes. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I have a feeling that clip could get used a lot. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what's so weird? We're is all human. He's lobbying in that quote for his own forgive being forgiven. That's not for you to look. We all make mistakes. Come on. Uh, we're all human. In, in your apology, you're saying you should let me off the hook. God, you suck. It's like that classic Homer Simpson when he gets caught doing something. Well, we, we, we could play the blame game. Yeah. Yeah, when you're to blame. Yeah. I am trying to look at the bright side of a 10-person Thanksgiving limit. If there are relatives that you don't particularly <laughs> like. Yeah, I'm sorry, Uncle Ed. I'd sorry. love for you to be there, <laughs> yes. but you'd be number 11, and be, I don't want right. the governor to be mad at me. Exactly. So that's the only good thing about this. By the way, we got more um, sheriffs around the country saying, I'm not going to enforce these rules. Right. <laughs> just, it's not up to you. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. Uh, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing uh, doing quite well. When I uh, did my most recent uh, supplies run to the grocery store, uh, I, I loaded up on a... I, I tend to... I, I, I pick a... a particular deli meat and then i'll use that for sandwiches for for a while right i'll just <laughs> load up plan. on a single one and so this, this week's turkey exactly this i did turkey not realizing that i'm about to come up on the apex of turkey in the year mm. so i was I, I i had a moment of concern where i was worried that i was going to burn out on turkey ahead of the the the, the super bowl of turkey sure but then i remembered turkey's delicious it doesn't matter so you're fine i'll eat it anytime it's put in front of me so yeah yeah, yeah crisis averted I've been, uh, since I'm gluten-free and can't eat bread, I uh, I get some uh, turkey out when I get home for lunch, and then I squirt mayonnaise on it and squirt mustard on it and roll it up and then eat it like that. Man, yeah. it's delicious that way. Nice. Little uh, turkey ho-ho there, kind of. Yeah, it's exactly what it <laughs> is. Turkey twinky. It's twerky. It's a turkey ho-ho. It's exactly what it is. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, November 17th of the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. We're all human. We all make mistakes. I guess I got caught. Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know what? One one more nail in the coffin of any respect you could conceivably have for those people, and it happens to be from the same corrupt state of Cal Unicornia. Uh, a bunch of legislators and lobbyists are partying together right now in person in Maui. Bunch of California legislators. It's unbelievable. And Maui's supposed to be on a big lockdown. While you're shut down and you lost your job and all these things that are going on this year, the governor and his friends are eating at the 
fanciest restaurant in the world and violating his own rules. That is so Marie Antoinette. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Absolutely. You got one party rule, that's what you get. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. Dragon SpaceX, soft capture confirmed. Dragon copies, and we see the same. So that's what they call it when they dock. If I'm an astronaut, I want to come up with a better name than a soft capture. That seems like <laughs> something that has, uh, not, you shouldn't be proud of. I don't know. Sounds like a euphemism, maybe. Sounds like something you should whisper to your doctor. It uh, sounds like I got a bit of a problem. On that. <laughs> no, uh, it sounds to me like a, the French phrase for lovemaking. I think I need the pill. I had the soft capture the other night. It is. It is the soft capture. <laughs> but so uh, we uh, SpaceX, Elon Musk actually put four astronauts on the space station. Yes, from America. Yes, Ooh. and did you hear what they had with them? I did. A baby Yoda. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I mean, not the baby Yoda, but. Ah, yeah, baby Yoda. A, a representation of said belovable Like, like icon. there's a real one. The real one's a doll, too, Sean. Bad news. And how's he moving around all the time on the show? <laughs> you were a child. I didn't like a baby Yoda eating those baby frogs on episode two. That I was very those... controversial <laughs> online, Jack. Twitter went crazy. It made me uncomfortable. Yeah, mm. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, outstanding. Are you kidding? It's great. We'll all continue to follow the rules while the powerful don't. Uh, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So it's Warrior Foundation Freedom Station Week where we raise money. We're going to try to raise a half a million dollars in five days, which is a pretty aggressive goal in the middle of a pandemic and economic crisis. Uh, but we'll explain what that is and what it's all about and figure out where we are on our goal all coming up. Yep, we'll talk to some of the brave uh, fighting men who've benefited from Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, too. That's worth staying tuned for. Trust me. Mailbag. And I've got what percentage of people plan to buy a present for themselves this Christmas season. Guaranteed. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from Aldous Huxley, continuing our series with that great author. Liberty, as we all know, cannot flourish in a country that is permanently on a war footing or even on a near-war footing. Permanent crisis justifies permanent control of everybody and everything by the agencies of central government. Mm. Ah, per- perhaps a... Pandemic would be a good chance to try out our new uh, controls. Uh, Oh, that's right. I wanted to do this one first. Uh, Tom points out that uh, many employers do 100% matches on charitable contributions, especially this time of year. Uh, Check with yours to see if they'll match your contribution to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Excellent hack. Also, uh, go to Amazon.Smile.com, I'm pretty sure. It's Amazon.com's charity thing. You designate a charity in a very small percentage, but a small percentage of each purchase uh, goes to that charity. Yeah, you get no higher charge at your point of purchase. They just they car- carve out just a little bit and give it to the charity. So do it. Moving along. Uh, Joseph writes, listening to you guys after work, heard the uh, liquor stores are still open. If we want this closure crap to end, close the liquor stores and see who pops out of the woodwork to fight it. 
Back to my Hendrix and tonic. Cheers, he writes. A lot of new restrictions came in after we got off the air yesterday. So, Yeah, yeah, let's see. What do we have here? Uh, guys, writes Marty, maybe there are no asymptomatic people. Maybe they're all just false positives. Damn, just saying. <laughs> That's an interesting thought, Marty. It's interesting that the OJ clip has caught on. As Damn. Damn. <laughs> Just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, maybe Marty's right. Damn. Damn. <laughs> oh, everybody's favorite murderer. What the? I'm just saying. The kind of guy that's a lobbyist and has his 50th birthday at the French Laundry. That kind of guy. What's it cost to rent that place out? Oh, I can't even imagine. For a private gathering. And then what connections would you have to have to get the day you want? Right. Because you have to get an, an, a reservation like a year ahead of time at that point. Yeah, please. Not if you're the ultra-powerful. Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. Yeah, that's a good point. How? Who among us has not had an illegal party at the French Laundry? It's a good point. I just went on their website. I was trying to see what, what you can get there, and I, I already hate this place. Instead of just menus, it's menus and stories. <laughs> and stories? What? Oh, damn! What can I eat at your establishment? Uh, I like the Little Red Riding Hood story. You got that on there? How about Moby Dick? It's about was, a whale. I was so drunk the one time I was there, they could have served me anything. <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> Serve this guy dog food. Let's well, not waste our good stuff exactly, on it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Charlatan. Mm, the chef's tasting menu. Oysters and pearls is today's offering. Oysters and pearls. Eat pearls. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> The Armstrong and Getty Show. And you have my word on that. And just know, this has not been a practice I've been indulged in in the past. I, I take it very seriously, uh, what we are promoting uh, and have been doing so for many, many months. And I expect, you should expect nothing less of me, and I expect more from myself. Any Show of hooves. Who's stupid enough to fall for that? I love that. surely no human being is. I love that. <laughs> now, the one time you caught me is right. coincidentally the one time I've done it. So that's interesting. And I expect more from myself. <laughs> wow. 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 Did you get away with that when you were a kid? Mom, or, with, or with girlfriends or wives or whatever? We've all fallen short. We're all human. Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. Uh, I expect son, you wrecked the car. This isn't about me and all humans. I really like I expect more for myself. This is not a practice I do regularly. I just just the one time that a reporter caught me is uh, the one time. Anyway, more on that later. I won't I'd call it horse ass, but it, it's, it's an insult no, to horse it is. crap. It's a, it's what comes ins- out of horses' butts would be hurt <laughs> by Colin Gavin Newsom's apology horse crap. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. God, I hope I'm he pays kidding. some political price for that. I doubt that he does. Um, a couple of things to mention. Uh, the Dow closed almost 30,000 points yesterday. Yeah. Uh, keep that in mind when we're talking about Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. You looked at your 401k or your uh, your portfolio lately. If Come on. That end of things. Maybe you can donate a little money. More on that coming up. Uh, Tesla is going to debut on the S&P 500. The, the, the little car company that could is going to be in the S&P 500 starting in December. And with that news, Tesla stock jumped up. And Elon Musk is now the third richest person on Earth. 
uh, passing uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Wow. Moving up. Number three on planet Earth, old Elon Musk. Great Scott. Who yeah. knew? Yeah. I, I find it charming uh, that in the race to be the private company that would sell rides to the space station to NASA, to the United States government, that uh, SpaceX beat Boeing. Now, Boeing is a great American company, and I'm rooting for them, and I hope they do well. Uh, but I do think it means something. I mean, it's not like SpaceX is, is three guys in a protractor or anything like that. But the plucky upstart, you know, Boeing's still working on certifications and getting cleared, and they've got a test flight scheduled and the rest of it. But SpaceX whooped their butt. Yeah, decent chance. I don't know this. Maybe if you're an insider, you can tell us. But decent chance a great big company has gotten a little uh, slow the way giant bureaucracies do. Yeah, they were also having to deal with the whole 737X debacle. True that. It's probably a little time-consuming. And speaking of... What uh, with all the dead people? (laughs) So if Elon Musk's the third richest man in the world, we know Bezos is number one. Who's number two? Is it Warren Buffett or one of those people? Might be uh, Carlos Slim. Uh, the the uh, Mexican uh, telecom magnate. Anywho, the Amazon guy announced that they're launching a new online pharmacy to try to, uh, you know, compete with your Walgreens, your CVS, and your Walmart. This could be huge. Amazon.com today launched an online pharmacy for delivering prescription medications in the United States. And if if they streamline and line that and get it going good, and you've done, you've already got your Amazon app, and you use it all the time, and your info's in there, and if they're good at it, man, they could just own that. I think so. Yeah, Rit- and the rich get richer. <laughs> uh, no, but if that's a, a great news, a great great product, I'd be happy for it. I I uh, I fight several of those companies on a regular basis, getting my prescriptions really? for all kinds of stupid reasons. Yeah, yeah. No, well, after the second prescription, you have to get it over there. How come? Just the rules. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know about that, but just between the insurance company and the doctor and the pharmacy, there always seems to be some sort of mishap. Yep. This is a maintenance medication. I've been on it for years. And that's the what I ran into, yeah. Yeah. What What do you mean? you got to get an approval from such and yep. such, and then the doctor, who doesn't answer emails at 8 o'clock at night and shouldn't, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm kind of running out over here, brah. You told me I got to take this. What's going on? <laughs> My favorite one is you talk to somebody on the phone and they say, we'll have that ready in an hour. So you show up like five hours later, give right. them plenty of time. Uh, we don't have that yet. It would be about 15, 20 minutes. Okay, what, what was the whole thing earlier? I don't know who you talked to. Hoodwinks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm over there cooling my heels in the COVID den with a bunch of other people waiting for their medicine. So uh, speaking of the vid, both are true. Nasty disease. Highly communicable, kills a lot of people, and it's overblown. Both are true. By the way, just because this, this stat is in my head right now. So California with a big new lockdown stuff yesterday for the mm-hmm. whole state. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> two people. we got to follow the science. How many people have died under the age 18 closing schools and parks? Two. Two in a state of almost 40 million people. Two people under the age of 18 have died in California. We're going to follow the science. we got to keep the kids safe. The kids are safe. They're fine. That's amazing. You know, and on that topic, uh, Catherine sent this along. So uh, the whole state has locked down again. And and you're thinking, I live in Oklahoma. What do I care? 
This sort of governance, these policies are coming toward you. Don't be hoodwinked like the poor moronic voters of Washington State and and, uh, and, and Oregon and California and, and New Mexico and your other, well, your red, your blue states, Michigan. This is from uh, San Luis Obispo County, beautiful country. Uh, this is the current numbers, by the way. They have 369 hospital beds available. Four are in use for COVID. Four. It's an emergency. ICU beds, they've got 53. Two are in use for COVID. Two out of 53. It's an emergency. Total deaths in that county. A little quick math, that appears to be 34. 20 of them over 85 years old. God bless those old folks. Seven between 65 and 84, and then the predictable decline. Four between 50 and 64. Three, 30 to 49, surely underlying conditions. And exactly zero, 29 years of age or younger. Zero under 29. Gotta close the schools. We're gonna follow the science. If there's one thing that I would like to change about coverage of the whole COVID thing, is acting like the announcement of somebody testing positive means freaking anything. Right. When I hear that all the time, the the president of something or other or the star of whatever or whatever is tested positive for COVID. Well, are they in the tiny group of people that this is a big deal for? Or are they in the vast majority of groups of people where, okay, they're going to have to stay home for two weeks? Right. Which is not really newsworthy. You, It's not worth you telling me that somebody's got COVID if they're like the vast majority of people and it doesn't really do much. Right. All right. If only we could save 99% of us. 99% of us, and actually 99.5% of us, survive this thing. So... Quit quit with acting like it's a big deal. Fear-mongering cells. A preacher who fought against COVID restrictions is tested positive. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. He knew he was taking a risk. He's an adult. He's an American. He was exercising his liberty. A relatively Ironically, risk. a man who said he would keep his business open. No, it's not friggin' ironic. A relatively minor risk. If I walk through a room of people with COVID breathing on me, I'm not exactly putting a gun to my head. I don't want to get it because there is a chance bad things could happen. Right. But it's a lottery ticket I don't want to buy. Right. All right. Well. Ah, right. Fight it. Fight it. Um, we got to get to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. What that is in case you don't know. If you do know. It's um, awe-inspiring is what it is. It it's actually amazing. Is. It actually is. Yeah. Yeah. It's beyond good. It's it's It reminds you, oh, that's right. Human beings have the capacity to do enormous good. I almost forgot. And every time uh, I talk to some of these guys who've had limbs blown off fighting wars for us um, and then still have a positive attitude and are managing to make their lives work, uh, I it, it helps me, makes me feel like, okay, I got no problems I should be complaining about today. Yep. And how, part of how they get to that attitude is the help of Warrior Foundation and Freedom Station and you know, it's it's something that our our government should be able to pull off, but they're not for whatever reason. And no. every year, I think yeah. there's no point in dwelling on that. Let's just po- focus on the fact that somebody is doing it. Yeah, that's Sandy Lemcooler uh, when she founded Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. That's precisely what she was thinking. There should not be this need, but there is. I could either spend the rest of my life lobbying the VA. Or I could just fill the need till they maybe get their act together. So Warrior Foundation Freedom Station and get the name right. It's not the other one that has the word warrior in it. That's very important. 
Um, they fill in the need. It's fabulous. We'll tell you more in a couple minutes. Hey, you're going to hear from uh, somebody who's benefited from the program. We're going to do a total, all that sort of stuff. If you want to donate before we get to the total, just go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's the week we're raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We've been doing this for years. We're going to try to raise $500,000 this week. At least. At least. Um, I'm hoping we blow past that, but these are weird times, so we didn't know what to set for a goal. Uh, We thought maybe a real good way to just explain what it is. Um, and uh, tickle whatever bone we got to tickle to make you want to donate Ooh. is uh, t- talking one of, to one of the heroes that have actually benefited from Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Isaac Blunt is with us. Isaac was part of the 1st Battalion, 5th Marine Regiment, based out of Camp Pendleton, California, deployed to Afghanistan in 2011. And uh, while serving as point man during a foot patrol, Isaac stepped on an IED, mm. res- resulted in the loss of both of his legs, his left eye, several fingers on his left hand. Um, we've met Isaac. He is a great dude and uh, and is, you know, climbing back into the life with the help of Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Uh, Isaac, it's good to talk to you, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. What was the road between being blown up by the IED and getting to Warrior Foundation? What was happening in between, and how long did that take? Oh, it was a blast. Um, <laughs> oh, literally and figuratively. Oh, my speaking. gosh. Yeah. Um, so my uh, coming from Balboa, I actually um, lived in an apartment by myself for a little while, and then um, I was on my way to um, – I had a, another foundation that was building me a house up here in Fallbrook, and in between then, I was had, having to live, um, find an apartment and everything. And Warrior Foundation, actually, they saved a spot for me. Um, and they kept it open just to make sure that I actually had a place to go if I needed to fall back somewhere. Hey, how old were you when you were medically retired in 2013? Oh, shoot. Um, I was 22. Yeah, so... And at 22, having gone in the military, I'm guessing you didn't have a lot of experience with living on your own. Oh, no, not at all. Um, I, I joined the military at, at 18 and I was, by the time I was 20, I was injured, came, um, just got, had just gotten divorced and I had no idea how it was to live on my own and just being like kind of sitting in an apart one bedroom apartment by myself. It was, I was a little lonely. You know, there are VA programs available and and the Department of Defense has some programs but from what we've heard they're notoriously slow and and if a guy in your life situation has to wait like a year and a half two years for this stuff to kick in man that can be devastating and that's that's why we're such sure. big believers in Warrior Foundation Freedom Station I know you are too Absolutely um the Warrior Foundation they help with like uh, any if there's any type of meet needs that way they help you like to fill that gap like the time in between that you're waiting on things like that, they they're there to kind of help with um, that that in between time and make it make it so much easier. And we've heard so many so much from you guys over the years about how the 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 loss of the camaraderie, the structure, everything that you had in the military, you know, all that disappears overnight when you get wounded. 
uh, you get injured, and then you're out on your own, and just all of that at once is, you know, it's too much for anybody to deal with. And Warrior Foundation steps in, and then how do they how do they provide you structure and camaraderie? How does that factor into your life? At the Freedom Station, they have um, houses right there. They have little um, or huts that kind of everybody's in close proximity. It's a gated gated area, so you know nobody that doesn't isn't supposed to be there is getting in. Um, there's other guys that are there as well, other vets other um, military personnel that like come in and they it's, they bring in camaraderie like just like that especially with the wolf pack i mean they bring veterans from um the army navy marine corps i don't think we have any we haven't had any airmen in there yet but um just bringing us together to play play a game or play a sport that we all love and it's uh, the Warrior Foundation provides for that. They make it to where we they give us the access to be able to do that and the um, excuse me the mobility and the the wheelchairs to like keep doing that. You know, right? And the guys are counting on you, which I know means a lot to a guy who is you know a, a Marine. It's it's a team thing. Hey, uh, Isaac, it's great to talk to you, man. We appreciate the time. We're doing our best. Our audience is, is doing our best. And uh, and thanks. Good to talk to you. It's good talk. Good talking with you, too. Thank you. So it takes money to make Warrior Foundation Freedom Station work, obviously. We're trying to raise a half million dollars this week. I'm just looking at this study right here that a quarter of adults plan to buy a Christmas present for themselves this year. The stock market closed well, at almost. Well, the other seventy-five percent are lying. <laughs> the stock market closed at almost thirty thousand points yesterday. Now I know some of you are having the worst year of your lives financially, but those of you who aren't, or who are having the best year of your lives, because some people are. Oh yeah, some businesses are exploding. Uh, how about you throw us a little money? Go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. ArmstrongandGetty.com. Just to sum it up, it's at the point that these warriors are at the highest risk of homelessness, joblessness suicide, the rest of it. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, uh, Freedom Station is there uh, for post-traumatic stress, traumatic brain injury. They're there with transitional housing, new prosthetic limbs, rehab, helping a, a, a kid who's never wanted to be anything but a Marine. Now he's not only not a Marine, but he's been injured, sometimes terribly. Mm. And yeah, good luck, bye! No, no, no. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station doesn't do that. They help these guys adjust and 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 make the transition to happy, productive lives. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing, and we need your support. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. So, yeah, so let's hit a total here. Now, Gladys, can you, you got your drumsticks ready? Gladys uh, usually plays the harp. What's cool about Gladys playing that really tight drum roll there is she's got the leather fingerless gloves on like a lot of rock and roll drummers have. Yeah. And yep. she's spinning one stick with one hand as yeah, she does that. It's amazing. It's cool. Yeah. Very cool, Gladys. <laughs> Our current total, $93,825. Oh, we're behind. We're yeah. behind. And that does include a contribution of $250 from Gladys, the World War One vet. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, People are starting with this. See, you can put your name so it appears on the website. And, and Or in the name of a vet who you know and love, maybe they're departed, donating their name. Or if you want to use a joke name, they're pretty funny. <laughs> Gladys, the World War One vet, donated some them. money. Keep them coming. And yes, by the way, some people who are having tough times but care donate $10. We've had $10,000 donations, plenty of donations of four figures. So don't think that's crazy. No, if, if you feel moved to do it, do it. Where are whales be at? 
We're we whales, need a whale. We need a whale to come in. Now, I've got a complicated chart. If we're going to raise $500,000 in five days, yes. I did the math and I got everything like that. So it looks to me like mm-hmm. we have to raise, on average, $100,000 a day. Sean, go over that math. And uh, and uh, yesterday was a day, and we didn't get to $100,000. So we're right. behind, according to my fancy chart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got to get on. Prediction models. Have you learned nothing? Those aren't accurate. We got to oh, get on the stick. Didn't mention four stars from Charity Navigator. Astonishing oh, yeah. levels of efficiency. Uh, the, this is not the everybody makes money, Ville. No way. A perfect score on transparency. Yep. Yep. Amazing. A man was given a warning by police. After shouting, wakey, wakey. <laughs> kind of funny. A wakey, wakey warning. He was driving around, turning off his lights and... Right, the Red Nation driver is also seen turning off his lights and shouting, you can't call the police police because you can't see us. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to, to quote Chief Wiggum of The Simpsons, oh, a uh, ghost car. The police said it received many complaints about a man and his passenger shouting at the top of their voices, wakey, wakey, in the middle of the night as they drove around. Wake up. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, I heard old man Biden yesterday. He, he gave a little speech and uh, then took pre-arranged softball questions. If you're, you know, if you're hip at all to the media, you you can hear the pre-arranged what order we're doing it softball questions. Um, is that going to be his plan throughout, I wonder? It, it, as much as possible. And he did not sound like the guy who was on the debate stage. Not even close. Maybe he's a little more chill, you know. So you're going with the shot in the hind end conspiracy. He's taking I'm sure. Give him a big fat shot in the ass. And if there are pharmaceuticals that sharpen you up as a really old guy with the early stages of dementia, yeah, they're loading them up with them. Yeah. And wouldn't you take them every day when you're president? You can't. You Your can't. brain would go kerblooey. Armstrong and Getty.